Today I got time, yes. Today I got time, yes. Today I got time, yes. On that day, I was acting cool, cuz hey. Nigga, what? what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? Hey. I don't fuck with you, cuz you, you disrespecting me. <gasps> I don't fuck with you, cuz you, you disrespecting me. <gasps> I go no, hard, cuz. Hey, you guys. Hope you guys are doing good. Let me make sure my screens are up. Okay, okay, I see. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so tired. I took a nice little nap. Let me go ahead and take a nap before I do this live stream, y'all, cuz I have not been sleeping. Hey, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey. <laughs> I feel like I haven't been live in like a week and a half. Thank y'all, man, for the support on the latest deep dive. Child, it took a lot out of me. You know what I'm saying? Mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So I was like, after that, because I edited for three days straight, and it was just a lot. People don't understand like how much brain power, you know what I'm saying, goes into like making full length almost documentary style videos, child. And so it was just, it was a lot. It was a big rabbit hole. You know what I'm saying? I could not get computer love, the lyrics out of my head. And it was like, I couldn't even sleep for like two days. So I just been catching up on sleep, child. I've been like, I was getting ready to do a live at like one. And I was like, I'm tired. I went to sleep. I woke up a little bit ago, jumped in the shower, got dressed. So I'm happy to be here. I've missed you guys. Um, let me see. What else? I'm trying to make a few announcements. Okay. I don't know who's all going to Rolling Loud. Um, Spotify had invited me to come. Child, why was I having flashbacks of the bullshit that happened at Astroworld? I was there like, you know, we got you tickets. You know, if you want to come to Rolling Loud, they wanted me to help host some things that they're doing. Um, but they also gave me the option to do it virtual because I was like, I don't want to go to a festival. I like concerts with, you know... AC and, and, and clean bathrooms. I just can't do the festival thing. I didn't really know what Rolling Loud was. I like that. And when I went to Google, all I saw was a sea of damn 20-year-olds as far as the eye can see. I said, uh-uh, no, ma'am. No. And I know Spotify going to look out and have me in the front. I don't want to be in the front. I don't want to get mashed by 50,000 other people. So I'm going to be doing their event virtually. Child, I kept thinking about Travis Scott. I said, uh-uh, won't be TT. See, I can't do the festival thing. I think I'm way too old. That's I didn't do it when I was younger. I'm not going to do it, you know, at, at my big age. But y'all who are going down there, y'all have fun. Y'all be safe. Um, I noticed, yeah, look, yeah, I can't do the, the porta-potties outside, people wearing diapers. Because I've asked a few festival people, like, how do y'all do it? Y'all, there's... People all around you. How do you get to, oh, I just wear a diaper. Oh, oh, oh hell no. Uh-uh. No. Okay. You wear a diaper as an itty bitty baby and as an old ass adult. I'm not wearing a diaper just to see Kanye West. Absolutely not. <laughs> Bad enough. You don't say people be out with these diaper booties. No, we're not, I'm not doing that, child. I said, nah, I'll do a virtual Spotify. But you know, y'all who are going, y'all <laughs> Walking around with a loaded diaper. I wish I would. Child, they'd be proud too. Oh, yeah. I just keep on the diaper the whole, I said, the whole 12 hours? Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't feel no witness. I said, y'all with bonus here with them. Y'all sitting there taking all the diapers with them old ass people. No, I refuse to. So uh, I turned that down. I'll just be doing a virtual event with them. So I'm excited for that. Um, there was a video that went around of Travis Scott. Now, you see he done crept back to perform it, right? Um, he was doing somebody's concert child and his stupid ragers. 
they decide to climb the scaffolding. So they done climbed up there. When I tell you that daddy voice came out, I thought I thought Stormy and Wolf were in the building. He was like, he stopped the concert. Ah, turn off the music. Turn it off. Yo, get down, down. Get down. <laughs> I fell out. I said, Travis Scott ain't playing with y'all. He said, bitch, you not about to die on my watch again. Child, he shut it down. He was like, get down. I said, get down. I said, bless his heart. He said he is not going to have a repeat of Astroworld. He said he looking at a billion dollar lawsuit. Y'all are not about to fuck up his bag. That man stopped the concert and waited till they got down. I was cracking up. I said, I know that's right, Travis. Go on ahead and check them. I don't, I mean, I don't understand. What are y'all climbing up there for anyways? Y'all always want to be extra. Y'all supposed to be coming to concerts, sit in your seat, stand up, cheer, clap. That's the extent of it. People always want to be seen and people always want to do extra shit. Y'all know damn well, y'all going to get him in more trouble. But I felt like when TMZ caught that video, I said, uh-uh. He yeah, he really shouldn't be performing. Uh, Key got jokes. I agree with you. He really shouldn't be performing at all. But again, folks are saying it wasn't his fault. It was the demons. You know, blame it on the, you know, the demonic energy. Okay, well, he was the portal for all that bullshit. But all right. Either way, he's back performing. I don't control, you know what I'm saying, his career. He's allowed to do it. I'm just a YouTuber. So he is back performing, but I can tell his attitude has changed because, you know, the old Travis Scott would have been like, Rage on, jump, they'll catch you. You know, fuck the fact that the last person, nobody caught them and they broke their back. See, that's the old Travis Scott. But the new Travis Scott, uh-uh, he stopped that concert. He's get, get out, get out now. <laughs> I said, I know that's right, Travis. So, you know, kudos to you. I'm glad you're maturing, sir. And you're stopping the foolishness. That is your damn, you know what I'm saying, crazy concerts. So, yeah, look, somebody said, I'm not about to get diaper rash. I know that's right. I just, I can't do festivals. I'll do concerts all day, but festivals, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I got flashbacks to my deep dive. I was like, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> Y'all are such a mess. Let me see here. Um, <laughs> Keenan sent one ninety nine says a diaper. I know you're lying. No, I'm not. You better ask some festival goers. They be wearing adult diapers because there's not a lot of access to bathrooms. And you figure if you're in the middle of like twenty thousand people and you're you know drinking and smoking and you ain't about to you so out of your mind you can't even find a bathroom. So yeah, a lot of them, they just wear diapers, child. I said nah. -uh. Uh, let's see here. Carrie Henderson says, I'm proud of you, T. I got to meet you in 2019 at Essence Fest. All love. Keep doing your thing. Thank you so much, sis. 2019 Essence Fest was the business. I had a good time that year. So thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Happy Kikoli. Hopefully I said it right. Says, aloha, sis. I got to watch your live and I feel blessed. That's what's up. Thank you for coming through. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Saray demands says, Hey, T, just stopping by to say, Hey, love you, love you too. Thanks for coming through. Uh, TJ says, T, you are an amazing talent. Took me three days to watch the latest deep dive. Thanks to my Tyler. LOL, it was executed perfectly. Thank you so much. I appreciate like just the feedback I've been getting from people. And I, you know, honestly, I didn't get not one person who said I was crazy. 
So that's what I was waiting for. Like, oh shit, they about to really drag me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I really didn't get that. Like people said I really woke them up to a lot of stuff. So we'll be doing a green room discussion tomorrow on the deep dive because I know it was a lot to unpackage with a three hour video. So I wanted people, you know, the people who pay for it to get a chance to fully watch it. So we'll have a discussion tomorrow. So make sure you join us. It'll probably be around five or six is when we're going to start. But I want to hear y'all's thoughts on, you know, this whole AI takeover. So we're going to have a really good show tomorrow. Um, let's see here. Uh, Mr. Ayofolu, Folwa, sorry, says, love and peace your way. Been a sipper since the Stevie Wonder theme song. Thank you so much. Thank you for the 1999 Super Chat. Appreciate you. I love when my OGs are in here. I appreciate y'all. So it's a lot of stuff going on, child. We got to talk about it. We got to catch up, okay? So if you guys do not know, um, a watermelon is out here. I'm, I'm starting to realize that a watermelon, a.k.a. Omarion, is a certified narcissist. At first, I really thought he was like this cool, you know, down to earth, you know, Namni Horangre Kyo, you know, them fake woke deep brothers. I thought he was one of those, you know, I'm just unbothered. I don't care. But I remember April saying a long time ago that y'all don't know Omarion. You know, Omarion puts on a certain front for the world, but y'all don't know Omarion. And it seems like ever since a watermelon has been clowned for that shitty versus battle that basically exposed him for the singer that he's not. Because again, you know, B2K, like I listened to their music, but I wasn't like a diehard B2K fan. That wasn't my era. Like by the time they came around, I was like, I think like in my early mid twenties, like I'm not jocking a bunch of 14, 15 year olds. You know what I'm saying? So that wasn't really my era. My era was NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, okay? Stuff like that. That was like more our era. Um, I mean, then of course you had like the late 80s groups like New Edition and New Kids on the Block and stuff like that. But I'm talking about, you know, like when I was in high school. So I wasn't in high school when Old Melon and Crew was in high school. So I just listened to them as like a casual fan. So being that Old Melon had been the face of everything, I had assumed that he was like the main singer. They always have him, you know, they always shoved him down everybody's throats like he was the most talented. And my thing is, even the fact that he decided to do a versus, you come from a group background, okay? You didn't become a solo singer until later on in life. He could have easily did it where it was B2K versus, you know, Pleasure P's group. You know what I'm saying? Um, he could have did that. But again, the, the arrogance of him was like, oh, no, I don't want to give the other members of B2K shine. They're beefing all this other stuff. So he wanted to be solo, right? He could have did it with Pretty Ricky, but he chose not to. So it was just a lot of things that went down after this uh, versus incident. So first, he decided to drop a trailer. Let me see if I can find it. This was like a week ago. He decided to like drop this random trailer. And that really woke me up when he dropped the trailer. I wasn't feeling that at all. I got so much stuff on this dang on page. Let me see if I can if I see the trailer. I probably can't play the trailer anyways just because of copyright. But anyways, he decided to drop a trailer. In that trailer, um, it, it's clear. It's almost insulting because this is filmed during that whole B2K tour that just went up in smoke, just went to shit. And they're talking about Nipsey Hussle being killed. Like, oh, my God, Nipsey was just killed. So I'm like, okay, so wait a minute. You filmed this in 2019, and instead of dropping it in 2020, or even 
2021, I'll give you that because sometimes editing can take a while. You wait until you get clowned at the versus battle and people are dragging you all over the internet to then drop your side of the story. I just felt that to be very, very just narcissistic and weird. Once again, trying to shift the narrative and throw the B2K members under the bus for his own, you know, personal gain. Let me show y'all how they treated me on the tour. And, you know, everybody doesn't know the full story. Who cares? What does this have to do with the, with the price of tea in China in, 19, in 2022? Okay. What does that have to do with the now? We don't care what happened in 2019 with y'all. If you weren't going to release in 2020, we're over it. I'm still going to watch though. So let me shut up. <laughs> I'm still going to watch for journalistic purposes. But the, my true feelings is nobody cares. You're just doing this as a deflection because you've been clowned on the internet for weeks now, ever since the versus battle. So that was the first strike for me was when he tried to drop this trailer from 2019 to, you know, show the truth about what he went through in B2K. And like I said in the chat, not in the chat, but on the comment section, as we know, B2K, they've been through a lot of stuff, particularly, you know, with S allegations, you know, Raz B has been spilling the tea since, you know, what, 2008? Um, if y'all are not going to spill the tea on that, and if y'all can't explain to me why y'all keep going back to y'all's abuser, Chris Pokes, allegedly, I don't really too much care. Because y'all are, to me, it's just a scratch of the surface. It's not really getting down to the, to the nitty gritty of why the group is really dysfunctional. And if you guys understand the abuse that went on in that group, it will make more sense as to the dysfunction, okay? And again, for all the oh, Watermelon fans who are like, oh, well, you're just being mean to him. Jay Boog isn't innocent either. I said that in my comment section. Jay Boog was smashing oh, oh, Watermelon's mother. So, of course, none of them are innocent. They've all done little stuff to each other. Jay was smashing the mama. Fizz done smash his baby mama. So I get it. I get the drama. But once again, this has nothing to do with the price of tea in 2022 in China. Okay, him, Jay Bush smashing the mama. Everybody knew that two years ago. Now, yes, the mama. Now, uh, now he's doing interviews and he's trying to disrespect Mario and Mario's team. And I don't like that. And, and this is why I say he gives me narcissistic vibes because people who are narcissistic, they don't like to take responsibility for when they mess up. He has an excuse for everything but why his vocals sucked, okay? So he did an interview with this lady um, at WCGI. Let me show y'all this mess. Give me just a second to share my screen. Yes, Mario could always sing. But let Mario tell it. It was some type of scheme by Mario's team, honey. How do you, how do you feel about that and everything that people had to say? And then how do you feel like you recover from that? Well, I mean, you know, um, there was some things, you know, that, you know, um, the audience, you know, doesn't inherently understand, you know, especially about sound and especially about, you know, um, just the technical aspects of being able to put on a great performance, you know. And, you know, I always thought to myself, like, oh, if I get an opportunity to speak about it, do I want to tell them that, you know, we didn't have a sound check, you know, or are they going to be like, well, that don't have nothing to do with it, you know, um, right. or, you know, did I tell them that, you know, in the beginning, 
you know, of the uh, verses that, you know, usually we would have, you know, somebody representing my sound, but actually Mario's people were representing the sound in the beginning, you know. So, you know, there kind of could have been some level of sabotage <laughs> there. <you know? laughs> Get your ass out of here. Not the record scratch. So now all of a sudden it's a level of sabotage. So did Mario also jump into your throat and, you know, uh, karate chop? Okay. Your singing voice, your throat. You know what I mean? Did he jump inside there and, you know, just scratch up your shit? No, he didn't. Let's stop the foolishness. My thing is, first of all, y'all were very unprofessional. So let's start there. You want to blame Mario's team? How about you take some personal responsibility? Remember, y'all was four hours late. The reason why we had to sit and watch the bullshit with Ray J and them, <laughs> that, that goofy show that they put together. And like I said, shout out to Pleasure P and Sammy because they were actually singing Ray J to my, to my baby's born, to my baby's born, okay? Um, the reason why we have to endure, you know what I'm saying, to my baby's born um, is because y'all were four hours late. So my thing is this, if you were really invested in a sound check, you would have been there on time to make sure that the sound check was done. You know, and again, like I said, to me, it goes back to people not taking the verses seriously and not, you know, treating it with the same level of respect they would if it was like a white event. Like, let's say the Grammys or, you know, a bigger event. Oh, trust me, sound checks would have been had. People would have been there on time and everything else. Or the American Music Awards or the MTV Awards know insert whatever award show here so because it's the verses they he felt like he could just be laxy daisy and so now instead of taking personal responsibility and saying you know what i just did a bad job i just really couldn't sing now it's all these conspiracies and y'all not love me a good conspiracy bitch okay i love conspiracies but this one don't add up this ain't no damn conspiracy let's stop the foolishness oh watermelon okay had nothing to do with Mario sabotaging you. Had nothing to do with sound check. Because if that was the case, how come Mario didn't come out sounding like crap? Mario came out. You would have thought Mario had a sound check. Neither one of them had a sound check. They were late. But Mario came out and sung. So I don't give a damn fucking sound check. I can sing. <laughs> Mario came out there and did the thing. Baby, you should let me love you. He did his thing. Meanwhile, a watermelon and Orion are out here looking like two little sambos with watermelons in their hand. You know what I'm saying? They're eating watermelon like, like, like it's the kitty cat. Nobody asks for this. My thing is this. Imagine this, right? You're a singer. You're a performer. So instead of you showing up early to do a sound check to make sure everything is on point, you decide to go to Rouse. For y'all who don't know who Rouse is, that is a grocery store in L.A., right? So instead of y'all doing what you're supposed to do for the verses, you and your brother decide to go to Ralph's to go buy two big-ass watermelons. So y'all decide to bring props instead of bringing your voice. So this is nobody's fault but yours, a watermelon. And this is why we call you a watermelon now, because that was some goofy shit that you did. You put more work into eating that watermelon out, okay? <laughs> he put more work into eating the watermelon out than he did into singing his damn song. We didn't pay to watch you eat out that watermelon. We paid to watch. Well, we didn't pay shit. Let's keep it real. But he was still paid. Maybe we didn't pay. It was free for us. But he was still paid in sponsorships and shit. Okay. You were paid to sing, sir. You weren't paid to eat out watermelons. 
You weren't paid to take off your shirt. He was doing everything to distract from the fact that he's not a singer. He's a performer. He can dance. He's a writer, too. He can write. You know, he writes decent songs. But as far as vocals, he had none. And so now instead of taking personal responsibility and saying, well, you know what? I'm not really a singer. You know, well, yeah, no shit, Omari. Uh, but I can dance. Uh, you know, I wasn't on my best, you know, A game. And I, I you know, I apologize. He really should have been apologizing. I apologize to the fans for all the, you know, the Sambo shit, you know, bringing out watermelons and stuff. I really should have gave my all. Oh, no. Uh, it, it was Mario's people. Mario's people was playing with the sound and stuff. And a lot of people don't know that there's a lot of sound issues and technical stuff that goes on in the background. You know what I mean? Sound, 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 sound. Like, shut up. Stop trying to talk technical. Stop talking about, stop trying to be an audiophile. There's a difference between sound issues and you just not being able to sing, sir, okay? So stop. Ever since this battle, his narcissism has been on 10. Now, Mario has replied back. Because Mario, you know, Mario ain't got time for him. You know, Mario from Baltimore. You know, people from Baltimore, you know how they talk. <laughs> people from Baltimore. <laughs> He's like, hold up. You's not going to talk. You know, they like, you's. <laughs> you's not going to talk shit about me. So Mario got something to say. So let me show y'all. What good old Mario had to say about the situation. So he, ah, uh -uh, you're not about to play him. No, sir. We would have, you know, somebody representing my sound, but actually. Okay, let me read to y'all. So Mario says, this guy, man, exclamation point. Now, can someone, now how can somebody sabotage your vocals? Stop smoking, bruh. That's, hold on. Stop smoking, bruh. That's the fam. Some artists can't do that. You're not one of them. I apologize to my team for these atrocious accusations. Listen, I didn't have the best vocals that night, but I refuse to blame anyone. You had them watermelon seeds stuck in your windpipe. Leave Rio out of it. A at Omari Kiki. You funny as hell with them faces. So... Mario is not having it. He's like, you're not about to sit here and blame my team. You're not about to disrespect us. And even Mario took ownership that, you know, his vocals weren't the best or he wasn't as on point as he would have wanted to be. But the thing is, he sang so well, like, we really didn't notice. We were just happy, like, out of the damn six singers that we saw that night, okay, he actually brought it. So even Mario's taking responsibility and saying, I wasn't on my best, but I wasn't going to make any excuses. I was just going to go out there and just do my best. Not Omari. He got all types of singing conspiracies. As, <laughs> as in Mario, you know what I'm saying, dug in his throat and took out his vocal cords. Mario's not Ursula. Why are you giving him and his people that much power? He acts like he's Ariel. You know what I'm saying? And Mario's Ursula and just snatched out his vocal cords. Omari, oh, watermelon, sit your ass down. It's too much. Let me go ahead and read some of these comments here. Let's see. Um, Zbenik says, remember when he wanted a Grammy for Post to be? Only, re <laughs> only reason the song was piping was because of Janae's line. Yes. You know what? I should have realized he was narcissistic back then. Remember that? He, he went on a whole time. If y'all don't remember, when he came out with Post to be, and that was the part that made it, you know, that... Eat the booty like groceries. That's what made it viral. He went on this whole rant about the Grammys not nominating him for post to be. A song that would not be remembered 
years. Like, it's not an iconic song. It's a fun song. If it comes on in the club, we gonna dance. But nobody's gonna be like, oh, you know, at, at the at the Christmas brunch or Thanksgiving dinner, play Post to Be. It's not one of those songs. So he was upset that he wasn't nominated for a Grammy. And I made a video like, you're mad about not being nominated for a Grammy, but guess what? You're nominated for a BT Award. You're nominated for a Soul Train Music Award. And guess what? He didn't show up. He didn't show up to accept those awards, but was upset and was ready to show up for the Grammys. So at that point, I was kind of giving the side eye. So I'm glad you brought that back up. Um, let's see here. Tari Sanfai says, the way old Melon is sitting there with a straight face. <laughs> he was dead serious about what he had to say. Um, Al Beck says, it wasn't no damn conspiracy. LOL, his voice is the real conspiracy. Facts. Because the conspiracy is what the hell happened to his voice. Because up until now, many of us casual listeners, we assumed he could sing. But now we know a lot of it is smoke and mirrors, okay? Um, Claire, Claire Barris says, hey, T, I'm hollering at a, <laughs> at a watermelon's name. You're on a timeout for that. Love you. Love you too, sis. Thanks for the super chat, love. Um, oh, no, that's Mo says... The fact that I stood behind him today at Sprouts and he purchased two watermelons is even funnier. He's tiny. I'm 5'9". He's 5'5 five five or 5'6". Five oh, my gosh. That is too funny. It's, it is always interesting when you meet a lot of these celebs because on television they look so tall. And then usually when you meet them, like, you're taller than them. So that's always, especially the guys, that's always, like, the funniest. Oh, my gosh. So he's still buying watermelons. He ain't learned. Let me stop. I don't care. Watermelons are good shit. I love me a good watermelon, okay? Cut them up, refrigerator nice and cold. So no shame towards the watermelons, okay? You know, but the fact that he was in line buying watermelons, meanwhile, blaming Mario for his vocals is funny. You can't make that up. Uh, let's see here. Donna Dash sent $27.99. Thank you for the super chat. She says, not you saying someone scratch his shit up. I'm not supposed to be. Um, I'm not surprised he did this. Most artists are narcs. Look how Doja Cat tried to when she was clearly wrong. I wish more artists were like Beyonce and used their teams to post. Facts. Yeah, Doja Cat's another one. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, let's see here. <coughs> uh, Sin says, assuming that there was sound issues, he's an entertainer first. He should have been there on time to check and triple check that. He's done tours. He knows how this works. Exactly. They all should have been. They're all professionals. Like these weren't amateur people. Everybody on that stage should have been there on time for sound checks to make sure everything was on point. But they didn't take it seriously because they felt like, oh, it's a versus battle. It's a bunch of people watching at home. Who cares? You know, so that's the part I, I didn't like. Um, but thank you for the super chat, love. Uh, what a gem. Sim 499 says, MJ had his audio cut and still killed his shows. King of Pop legit gave it. New entertainers need to stop blaming others. I agree. I'm telling you, I'm still blown away. I've been watching. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you all this. So Bobby Brown has a new reality TV show on a &E. Child, I was up yesterday. I was, you know, because I've been like binge watching it. And I have been like just in tears. First of all, Bobby can't stop crying. And when I be seeing Roman cry, then I cry. So I'm like, I'm boohooing during LaPrincia's wedding. I'm boohooing when they're talking about Bobby Christina. I'm boohooing when he's talking about Bobby Jr. Um, and so I'm really liking the show. And 
What was very funny is when you're watching the show, you're watching Bobby preparing to go on tour with New Edition. And it's a lot of work. He has to lose weight. He has to get into shape. Um, you know, but he's putting in the effort. He's putting in the work. And so the fact that I saw him a few weeks ago at Essence, I would even thought that he had to go through all that to get to where he was at at Essence. But it just goes to show you when somebody is serious about their craft, they're going to put in the work. For those men to be as old as they were, new addition. And when I tell you, I'm still like in shock by what I saw. The singing, the dancing. I mean, just on point. You know, just the professionalism. They were on time. They didn't say, oh, we'll be there in an hour or two. They were on time. People got out of there on time. We weren't leaving the, the damn Superdome at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. But they put on a hell of a show. And I think that is what's missing with a lot of the new R&B people, you know, is that they're not, it's, it's, I don't know, they're just not bringing that same energy. Now, I just felt like, like I was saying last time about Summer Walker, you know, she just kind of stood there. She doesn't really have a stage presence. She has a beautiful voice, but not a stage presence. And I think maybe they need to go back and do an R&B boot camp and show these young boys what it is. Because my thing is, it doesn't matter if if it's something that's on a concert stage or versus stage. If you're putting together an event and you're inviting people to come and watch you and you're getting paid for that event, because like I said, even though the fans, you know, virtual didn't pay, they were still paid in sponsorships. Have enough respect for the people cutting you a check to do the work. You know what I'm saying? So I just, you know, watching the Bobby Brown show and watching like how much work he's really putting in to go back to performing just shows, it just says a lot. And these young men are half of New Edition's age. They're young enough to be New Edition's kids. And a lot of them are in good shape, nice bodies. There was no reason for that horrible performance that they put on during the verses. There just wasn't. But I, yeah, there's no artist development at all. But I really like the Bobby Brown show. That's a really good, positive show. I really like it. Um, let me see here. Uh, TJ sent $10, says, wait a minute. I remember, I remember when April complained on Love & Hip Hop about Omarion not eating the kitty. He's full of it. Damn. So he was doing all that for the audience. So he wasn't even doing that in the bedroom. I don't remember, but you're, I'm going off of what you're saying. That's crazy. So you can do that for the audience who ain't going to enjoy it. We're just watching you eat watermelon. You know, you want us to fantasize, I guess. But, but when you're in the bedroom, it's, it's crickets. You can't make this shit up. So he wasn't doing that to April? I'm not full of so he wasn't eating the kitty in the bedroom, but he's on stage doing a performative act on a watermelon. Child, uh-uh. I'm not fooling with y'all. I guess little Fizz was like, hold my beer. I got this April. Because <laughs> she was with Fizzle for a little while. That's a mess right there. Uh, let's see here. Um... I got a bunch of messages popping up. Hold up. Okay, Shelly J says, did you see Matthew Knowles say he prepared Beyonce and Solange for failure? 
Uh, Mike issues. Guess nobody prepared O'Melon for failure. Mm. No, I didn't see Matthew Knowles say that, but that that makes a lot of sense. That is one thing I can say about Beyonce and even Destiny's Child. Like their worth ethic was one of like the top in the industry. You know, even when I went to go to the On the Run tour too that she did with Jay Z, it was dope. I mean, I think once you've been to like a Beyonce show, your bar is set very high. So when I see someone like Summer Walker just literally sitting there singing like this, I'm automatically like, let's go get something to drink. I ain't got time for this. Let's let me go get some water. Let me walk around. Like, I, I, you know what I'm saying? We live in a world, we got, you know, we got slow attention spans. You got to keep my attention. I'm going to need fireworks. I don't care if you're like Miss Patty LaBelle came out there and got the seat walking. You got to do something. You just can't stand up there. Because if you're going to stand, I'm going to walk. I got to walk around the building. You know what I mean? But like Beyonce puts out an amazing show. And I hope she goes back on tour. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot. Yeah, they said Bruno Mars is really good too. I haven't seen him in concert, but they said he's really good. I mean, there's some artists that really take their craft very seriously. And I can see Matthew Knowles doing that, you know, setting them up in case this happens. What do you do? You know, because the show has to continue. And a lot of times the audience, you know what I'm saying? We're patient. We understand you're human and things happen. You know, there was several points when Jana was like, oh, I need some water. Sis, you better go ahead. Go sip. You dancing and singing. We, we, we'll wait. We'll wait 10 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and sip your water, Janet. You know, so we don't mind. You know, people are people. Hell, I be on here live. I be on live sipping water, coughing. I'm human. <laughs> Shit, ain't nothing I can do, right? So, you know, it, it's like people will be patient with you, but it's just when you act like you don't care that turns people off and they don't want to support because it's like, and especially when you're talking about concert tickets, that to me is even more personable than just buying an album. Cause people can buy an album and they might listen to a, you know, one time or a million times, who knows? But when they're showing you that they're willing to spend a plane ticket to come see you, uh, gas money to come see you. And y'all know everything's high right now. You got to put on the show. You got to make people feel like, you know what I'm saying? That you really care about them. That's why I went all off for my tea sippers. My people who went to the event put a teacup. If y'all came to the Tea Time Unfiltered Live Show in Atlanta, I went all out. You know what I'm saying? And people are like, you don't have to do all that. You know, you got two different types of bags. You got, you know, goodie bags and this and that and snacks and, you know, a, a tour around Atlanta. And I, I didn't care because it's like, I appreciate the fact that so many people came. Like, people came from near and wide. You know what I'm saying? To come show me support. So why would I not put on a good show for them? Why would I not, like, you know, make it a big two-day event that people are still talking about, honey? Okay? So that's the thing. I just feel like when people support you, you got to show them that love. Like, you got to show them that you appreciate them. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we put these people in positions to where they're able to build generational wealth and, and have money. And, you know what I'm saying? My supporters put me in that position. So why would I, why would I skim on anything? You know what I mean? I put them in, the, in a dope-ass epicenter for this show. And then every venue we went to was nice. It was safe. It was clean. It was secure. You know what I mean? The, the food was good. That's what you have to do for people. That's how you show people that, you know, that you really appreciate them. So I think, um, look, people are like, they still want to go back. I know there's a lot of people are like, when's the next one, chat? I don't know. But to the ones who came to this one, you know what I'm saying? We had a good turn-up. We had a good time. But, um... Yeah, you you gotta you you gotta look out. You can't, especially when it's live. People are paying to see you live. People are there to support you, and that's why it bothers me 
when things are extremely late. Like I get it. Things happen, you know, 30 minutes, an hour. I can get that because there's a lot of things happening backstage. So I get that. But when you're talking about two, three, four hours late, not this point, you're, you're disrespecting the audience, you know? And so even that versus for people to be coming to see Mario and um, Omarion at seven, and instead, we get to see, we're seeing Ray J and Sammy and, and Pleasure P and Bobby V, you know, struggle singing and going back and forth for literally two and a half hours. And then Mario and them were still late. Like, people did not go to bed till almost two o'clock in the morning. And to me, it doesn't matter if it's people at home or if they're in that venue. If you're setting a set time, respect people's time. Because everybody doesn't have the luxury of, you know what I'm saying, a certain lifestyle. So you got to respect people's time. And I think that's where they went wrong. Somebody says Swiss was livid on IG in the IG chat. He was so mad. Ooh, was he? Well, maybe he shouldn't have sold the rights because I heard him and Timbaland sold the rights to the whoever is running it now that they're not the ones running it. So I don't know. But yeah, there, there has to be a, a, a respect factor. You know what I'm saying? So a watermelon, we're not buying your story. We're not buying your conspiracy. Um, I just come to the conclusion you're just full of shit. You need to just go eat your watermelon in peace, okay? And just come back stronger than ever. You know, put on a concert where you can actually sing. Um, and then at that point, maybe we'll take you seriously. But for you to blame Mario and blame his peoples, that's ridiculous. Like, I don't like that. And especially being that Mario does not get the shine or the recognition that he deserves. So I'm really happy that Mario is really able to bask in this moment because for so long people forgot about Mario. You know what I mean? And he's been around forever. So don't like that's narcissistic. Don't throw shade at him when you already know that people like let's talk about as far as like the fan base, right? Oh, Mario has a way bigger light on him than Mario does. So now you want to dim his light by trying to plant seeds, watermelon seeds of dissension. I see you. He's planting watermelon seeds of dissension. So that way people look at Mario with the side eye. Okay? But Mario wasn't going for it. He was like, I'm going to address this shit right now on Instagram. So, yeah, he's full of crap. He's full of crap. I see why April left. April's like, I ain't got time for this narcissism and bullshit. So anyways, uh, I've been out here for 38 minutes talking about this. Oh, God, we got almost 9,000 people in here, over 9,000 people. Shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for coming through. If you guys are enjoying the stream right now, hit the like button. It is free, okay? Hit the like button. So let's go on to the next topic. We got to talk about this one. So the streets are saying that Rosita, they're accusing Rosita from Sesame. Oh, it wasn't, yeah, Rosita. From Sesame Street of racism, okay? They're calling her racist Rosita. So what happened is that basically in Philly, there's a mother, she took her young daughters to a theme park. It's called the Sesame Street Place. And so they do a parade. And, you know, the Muppets, they're like, you know, they're, they're marching and shit. Oh, we're marching, marching, marching. And then, you know, they're seeing kids and they're waving at them. They're hugging them. They're high-fiving the kids and shit. And then Rosita sees two little black girls. Now, this is after she done hugged the little white girl. She done shook the little white boy hand. Then these two little black girls are like, you know, they're like trying to get a hug. And Rosita's like, ah! <laughs> walks off. And walks off. When I tell you, I literally had to replay that video 
I watched it probably 15 times. I know I'm very analytical. No lie. I probably watched that video 15 times because I was trying to find an out for Rosita. Like, could she not see them? Were they below the mask line? You know what I'm saying? Like the eyesight of the mask. I watched that shit 15 times. That was done on purpose. There was no way that this goofy character, whoever's in there, missed those babies. Let me show y'all the video. It just, it really like, once I watched it several times and I came to my analysis, I see, yeah, that's some racist bullshit. Let me play this for y'all. And so Kelly Rowland, let me, let me speak on Kelly. Miss Kelly Rowland was very upset too when she saw it. And so she spoke on it. So this is the video. And look at that baby's face. She looks so, look at, first of all, look at their backpack. You see her backpack? They have Sesame Street characters on the backpack. I believe this is Rosita on the backpack, but I don't know. This one got pink skin. I, I don't know how the characters, child. Okay, I ain't watched Sesame Street since my babies were little. But either way, it's a Sesame Street character. So these girls are fans of the show. They got them on their backpacks. So. Okay. Miss Rowland. So had that been me, that whole parade would have been in flames. <laughs> like, are you serious? You're not going to speak to my child? And did you see that baby's face at the end, the little one with the pink on? She deserves an explanation. Hello? Okay. So that's what Kelly said. So it started going viral. You know, once the celebrity speaks out, these companies, they get nervous and shit. Like, oh, shit. Kelly rolling this. You know, Kelly don't be involved in no mess, honey. I love me some Kelly. Kelly don't be involved in nothing. So for Kelly to be upset, oh, Sesame Street, they ran to the internet to put out this statement. Go ahead and read this bullshit. So they said... Our brand, our park, our employees stand for inclusivity and equity, inequality, excuse me, and equality in all forms. That is what Sesame Street Place is all about. We do not tolerate any behaviors in our park that are contrary to the commitment. We also are and have always been committed to making sure every family, every child has the best possible experience at our park. And we are incredibly disappointed when that does not happen. <laughs> I'm not reading like this. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Regarding the incident yesterday, the costumes our performers wear sometimes make it difficult to see lower levels. And sometimes our performers miss hug requests from our guests. The performers portraying the Rosita character has confirmed that the no hands gesture seen several times in the video was not directed at any specific person. Rather, it was a response to multiple requests from someone in the crowd who asked Rosita to hold their child for a photo, for a photo in which is not permitted. The Rosita performer did not, not, did not intentionally ignore the girls and is devastated about the misunderstanding. We spoke to the family and extended our apologies and invited them back for a special meet and greet opportunity with our characters we apologize for these guests for not delivering the experience that they expected. We come and we, that we commit to do our best to earn their guest. Hold on. Expected and we commit to do our best to earn their and all guest visits and support. 
That's my response, okay? Trashawn. <laughs> okay, so let me say this. The reason why, yeah, I see y'all with the tiny violins. Y'all know the T-Sip is on play, honey. They're going to pull out the tiny violins and tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. Now, the reason why I watched the video several times is this. I was trying to give people grace. Because if y'all don't know it or not, okay, when I was broke, hustling, younger, I had to be a mascot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was the Nestle Quick Bunny. <laughs> um, This was years ago. Like, I was probably, like, 19. I needed extra money. And, um... I was working with this temp agency, and that was one of the gigs, like, for me to be a Nestle Quick Bunny on the weekend, okay? And when I tell you, I did it one time, I could, I, I would never do it again, ever. First of all, I'm just keeping it real, okay? A, a bitch wasn't always this fly, okay? I used to have to work all types of jobs to make ends meet, okay? Me keeping it real. So, they had me be the Nestle Quick Bunny. First of all, this is the most... What's that called? Claustrophobic? Oh, my God. When you talk about claustrophobia, claustrophobia, whatever the word is, you're in this suit. You got on these big-ass shoes, and it's hot. So, mind you, it's hot. This is like, you know, uh, July in Minnesota. It's, it's hot. And they put on this big-ass bunny head. And so the thing is, I mean, unless you're like a tall man, a lot of times you miss the eyes. The eyes... The way the bunny suit is, the eyes are not necessarily where, you, where you're where you at, where your face is at, depending on your height and stature. So for me, like the bunny eyes started up here. So I really couldn't see. So I had to trust somebody to hold my hand, right? So the person is called a walker. I'm mad y'all got these bunny emojis. Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> not these bunny emojis. So the person is called a walker, right? So the person is holding your hand. This is the definition of the blind leading the blind, right? So the person is holding my hand. I have to trust them because they got to look at the ground. They got to look at the kids. I have to trust what they're, where they're leading me, okay? So I'm like, this is the scariest thing. So I got in this costume. I'm hot. This lady's holding my hands. Now all these kids come running up to me. Ah, the Nestle Queen Bunny. Ah, you know, so I can hear the kids. They're freaking out. They're grabbing my tail. They're grabbing my arm. They want hugs. Oh my God, this is the craziest shit. And I'm like trying to hug these kids and shit. Don't <laughs> probably smacking kids in the face because I can't see shit. <laughs> and the lady's like, hug this girl right here in front of you. I'm like, <laughs> y'all weren't expecting this story. So. You know, I, I deal with the kids, and it's probably like 30 minutes dealing with these kids, and I'm hot. Can't breathe. Trying to, you know, feel for kids and shit and way high. It's a lot of work. <laughs> so finally, because there's like a distress call you could do. I don't know. I forgot what it was like. Tap your foot. Or it was some shake your ass. It was some. <laughs> it was some type of distress call. And so I was doing the distress call. Like, uh-uh, I got to get up out of here. You got to get me. I can't do this no more. So she's like, just calm down. I'm going to walk you back to the tent. And I was like, I can't breathe. I want this off of me. She's like, you can't take it off. You're going to scare the kids. She was like, keep it on. I got to get you to the tent. You cannot take it off. You're going to ruin the imagination for the kids. I'm like, get me to the tent. So now she's holding my hand. We're trying to speed walk with these big ass shoes and shit. Man, I got back to that tent. They took the head off. I was dripping in sweat. 
I said, I'm done for the day. Get me out this shit now. Hell, never, ever, ever. That was like back in 2002. Shit. Never, ever, ever doing that again. They took me out. I said, I drove right, took my ass right, got back on the city bus, went home. <laughs> I said, I, and guess how much I got paid? 50 bucks. Okay? $50. I So when I tell you, because I've done it, that's why I wanted to give that person grace because it is not easy being in those costumes. You know, it's very easy to be on the outside judging and shit. Chucky Cheese, y'all be trying to attack Chucky too. It is not easy putting on them big ass costumes. First of all, put a teacup if, you ever, if you've ever worn those costumes or done mascot work because I can't be the only one. Y'all not going to sit here and judge me and put a bunch of rabbit emojis. Put a teacup if you've ever been a mascot. Yes, it was 50 bucks. It was honest work. I mean, y'all judge me because I got paid 50 bucks. I wasn't hoeing. It was honest work, okay? Okay, all right. So one other person. Okay, two people. Okay, a few of y'all. Okay. So a few people have done mascot work. Oh, damn, a lot of y'all. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah, they trying to clown me because I got paid 50 bucks. It was something, you know what I mean? Like, what, what, what should, I, should I have got on Craigslist? I needed the money. So I, I took on the bunny work. But um, it's a lot of work, y'all. It is. Oh, my gosh. I'm having fucking flashbacks. I'm getting hot. Ooh. <laughs> I'm still traumatized. <laughs> I'm still traumatized for this shit. When I tell you, <clears throat> even when I watch... Like, you know how they'll have those mascots at colleges doing flips and shit? Oh, I watch them in amazement. I don't know how they do it. I do not like them. That that bird, for whatever, I forgot, Arizona State, he was doing all them flips at Cardinal. I don't know how they do it. Because I could barely walk in that costume. I had a whole helper. Child, I had to stop my foot and shake my ass. Get me back to this fucking tent. I'm done. Fuck the kids. Oh my God. So again, you know, I try to give Rosita grace. I maybe, you know, because it, it really depends on where you are at in that costume because some of those you can't see the eyes, but she wasn't walking with a walker. Like she had like nobody helping her. So she obviously, so obviously her costume was fitted for her. And to me, she looked down at them and she clearly was like, no. You know what I'm saying? And then Freddie O ended up finding extra video of Rosita. That's why I say, sometimes you got to research. Doing it again. So at this point, it seems like this is Rosita's attitude towards children of color. And I don't like that. So let me show y'all this video of Rosita getting caught again doing fuck shit. Now watch her. So again, that's why it's like for a lot of people now, this is the second time. Y'all talking about, you know, the first time, okay, maybe we were like, okay, maybe Rosita didn't see them, which I don't see how because they're literally right there with their arms out, you know, waving and stuff. But then that second video came out, I'm like, okay, now Rosita, me and you bought the box, bitch. Like now you, you're purposely ignoring the black kids that come to the Sesame Street place. Okay. 
This is the second video that I'm caught of you hugging this child and then going like this to the black child. Like, what the hell? What's what's wrong? Okay, when I was a Nestle Quick Bunny, I hugged all the kids. Didn't care, didn't know what race the kids were because I couldn't even see them. <laughs> so all the kids got hugs, Asian, black, Arabian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mexican kids. Like, just come and hug the Nestle Quick Bunny. <laughs> so I think, I think there's there's some biases or something going on there and it's not okay but like i said i try to give grace because i have been a mascot and sometimes you know it's a lot we i don't know how long racist rosita was in that costume maybe she was tired and ready to go i don't know but you know when you choose to take on that type of work you got to understand that these are these kids is a lot of times first time there you know it's their first experience and I get it. You can't shake every hand. You can't, you know, touch every child. But when they're that close to you, you can at least acknowledge them. You know, even if she would have just tapped them on their shoulder or, you know, patted them on their back, you know, just some type of acknowledgement. That's all these kids want. You know, yeah, I'm gonna call her racist Rosita. <laughs> now, let me let me also spill this tea, right? While we're talking about Sesame Street. Um, you know, I grew up on Sesame Street. Matter of fact, uh, cause y'all know I was in ESL for years. I was in English as a shout out to all my ESL, you know what I'm saying? Uh, brethren, English as a second language. So in ESL, they used to, they used to make us watch Sesame Street. And then they tell my mom, you know, also have her watch Sesame Street at the house, you know, to help her with her English. So they used to play ESL, you know, like Sesame Street and stuff for us a lot, you know, during ESL class. And so now this was the eighties version, right? But what a lot of people don't know, look, I know that's right. Look, the Haitians. <laughs> and a B with the Haitian flag with the ESL. I know that's right. <laughs> yes, I was in ESL. Shit. Thank you, ESL gang. Bam, bam. Okay. Y'all couldn't even tell, huh? But, um, okay. So a lot of y'all were in ESL. Okay. All right. I don't feel no type of ways now. But yeah, those were the days. Them teachers was, they was kind of mean too. They was low key mean. They be going in on you. Like, no, you don't say it like that. You said, they used to get mad because I couldn't pronounce the word truck. And she used to get so mad. What is truck? It's truck. She was like, oh, I remember she used to go off of me because I could not pronounce the word truck. But now I can say the word truck pretty well. But um, not all the Haitian kids in ESL. <laughs> Look, they got the Nigerian kids. I see y'all, the Nigerian flag. Uh, there's some flags I don't recognize. Trinidadian. A lot of Caribbean people were in ESL. Okay, that's what's up. Mexicans. Okay, got the Mexican flag. He was in ESL for two years, right? Okay, that's what's up. So, and, and so they was, you know, they used to like have you watch Sesame Street a lot. You know, like in elementary school, stuff like that. So what a lot of people don't understand is why I take offense to them you know, ignoring these black children is if you understand the history of Sesame Street, Sesame Street was initially geared for black people, it was black people who helped promote and start Sesame Street. And so let me show you all these videos because Sesame Street has definitely been whitewashed. But if you understand the history of Sesame Street, it was initially like a black thing. There's something you may remember about it that younger generations may not. It was really black. From the jive talk. Your Majesty, dig it, I can ride anything. To the soul and funk music. 
Sesame Street seemed to have a very specific demographic in mind, black and brown inner city kids. But did you know that those kids were the whole reason that Sesame Street was created in the first place? Our target audience were inner city children. And the bullseye of the target audience were inner city black children. I'm Dara Star Tucker, and this is the break Sesame Street. Okay, so y'all just saw that. And these are just some of the original pictures from Sesame Street. But yeah, so when we were growing up, in like the 80s in ESL, Sesame Street was predominantly black. Like the characters, the way they spoke and everything else. That's why it's so funny. Yeah, Luther Vandross was on there. <laughs> Y'all remember the little boy who went viral? He had the afro. He was missing the two front teeth. You know, I was like all these little black kids that were on there. I mean, we, I mean, Sesame Street was the shit. You know, by the time my kids came around, it wasn't the same. It was, you know, all about Elmo's world and stuff like that. But yeah, Sesame Street had a lot of soul. And I think that the Sesame Place, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. I think that the Sesame Place, they need to understand that. They need to go back to that and understand that if it was not for these young black people and these young black Muppets, okay, y'all wouldn't even have a brand to have a Sesame Street Place. So put some respect on them little girls' names. Like, I get it. Y'all are going to go meet with them in private and stuff like that. But there really needs to be conversations had because I don't understand like why the costume characters are ignoring, you know, the well, just the one is ignoring black children. Because, again, that second video came out. The first one could have been like, OK, we can give her some grace a little bit. But then the second video came out and I'm like, nah, -uh. racist Rosita. She got the go. So y'all might need to put somebody else in that costume because it seems like she's purposely going out her way to ignore the black children. You know what I'm saying? Who are a big intricacy of the Sesame Street brand, okay? Who are allowing her to work this job. Because if it was not for black people supporting, black and brown people, excuse me, supporting Sesame Street, there would be no Sesame Street. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans on the show too. Y'all remember Maria, Miss Maria, and Gordon? I still remember them. You know what I'm saying? They raised me. <laughs> they raised me, for real, for real. So I think it's sad. Uh, let's see here. Somebody said, okay, hold on. Uh, somebody said there's a video of Big Bird ignoring a kid too. What is going on with these sesame? Hold on. Let me see. Let me see if I can Google that. Big Bird ignoring. All I'm seeing is the Rosita. Big Bird lost me when he was trying to push the the uh the C19 vaccine. I was, Big Bird, shut your ass up. Shut up, Big Bird. Nobody asked you. If you're a kid under the age of six, do you know you can get the vaccine? No one asked you, Big Bird. Shut up. So I ain't checked for him since. <laughs> I don't see the video. I did Google it. The only thing that's coming up is Rosita. I don't see Big Bird. So, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, Sesame Street was the shit back in the day. We learned a lot. You know, um, that's when they had like, you know, good, wholesome TV shows. You know, I don't know what they're doing now, though, because I don't watch it as much. Seems like a lot of y'all's kids don't watch as much. A lot of y'all's kids is watching the newer stuff, like on Nickelodeon. And who's that one little boy? 
Coco Melon, my little niece be watching him all the time. All they do is sing every five minutes. I'm like, okay, this is cute. But I miss the Sesame Street days. Let me see here. Um, my screen is refreshing. Let's see. Let me go down. Okay, there we go. Scorpio Vice in 1999 says Mario was getting back out on Empire until Messi Smollett messed it up. Oh, wow. I didn't know he was going to be on Empire. I hate the fact how Messi, <laughs> Messi Josie is out here acting like nothing happened. He's just living his best life, but it is what it is. Thank you for the super chat. Um. Marquis says, boy, we had a time that night. Yes, we did. At the event, the event was definitely lit. Thank you for coming through. Uh, Natoya says, I truly appreciate the time and effort you put into that deep dive. Phenomenal job. Lovely tea. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're enjoying the deep dive. Appreciate you. Make sure you come tomorrow for the uh, green room discussion. So everybody's invited to that. Let's see here. Missy Bonson 20 says, some of these artists can benefit from doing tips, tip spots at a drag show. Mm, that's interesting. Thank you for the super chat. Dami Lu said 989 says, oh, Mellon needs to humble himself and take singing lessons from Mario. Also pointers on how to conduct yourself. How dare he blame Mario, the audacity of him. Like he's somebody, <laughs> like he's somebody worth sabotaging. Facts. Thank you so much. Right, he acts like he's Michael Jackson. Ain't nobody sabotaging you. Let's stop. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, the bishop says, the boys <coughs> get together, <coughs> excuse me, on stage in comedy versus also T come to the bay. Yeah, I think that whole night was a comedy fest. It was like a mixture of them singing and, you know, like roasting each other and having jokes. So I just think that when it comes to the verses, they got to take it more seriously. If y'all are just going to roast and have jokes, then why even do it? I feel that way. But thank you for the super chat. What a gem says, I didn't hear Sesame Street. Oh, didn't y'all hear Sesame Street is a sundown town? I don't know about that. <laughs> but the way that they're acting, you know, anything's possible. Um, Keosha Henry says, what makes the situation worse is that four other videos with black kids being dismissed by char characters actually came out after this video went viral. Can y'all post the links? When I put in the Big Bird chat, it didn't come up. I want to see these other videos. I really do. Shannon G says, and yet Rosita's performer was seen hugging other children, white children, tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if they're saying like, oh, she missed them, then she would have missed the other kids because they're all about the same size and height. But she purposely went to the kids who were white. She purposely did. And I think her costume was definitely fitted for her because where her eyes are, you can she can clearly see because she's able to lead herself. She doesn't have somebody leading her. So 
<laughs> I would never forget that Nestle Quicks debacle. That was a mess. I said never again. Um, Kyra Joyce in 499 says, Omarion tried to claim that those B2K songs were all of his vocals. Mario called him out saying Steve Russell from Troop was really singing them. Okay, I did remember that part in the verses. Yeah. Omarion's a trip. Just Tiffany says, Nati, the blue thing, looked down at the girl and waved his hands like, hell no, nah, and kept walking as a mommy broke my heart for those babies. Yeah. Yeah, when you watch the video, there's no way that it missed those little girls. Mm-mm. And especially being, y'all said it's our neighborhood top? Okay. Shade room? Okay. Let me look on there. Especially being, like I said, all the kids are the same height. So she was purposely ignoring them. But like I said, I've done costume work. So I was like, well, let me just watch this a few times and see if there's maybe mm -mm, my assessment. And then the fact that the other video came out, that's just how she is. Racist Rosita. Okay, I'm on the shade room. Let me see if I can find the video. Oh, so there's more. Okay. Hold on. We're going to watch these real quick. We saw that one. That's Telly. Mm. Okay, so it looks like Telly's also. <laughs> oh man, I'm talking about these, but they're real. That's Telly. Looks like Telly's also ignoring kids. <laughs> I mean, this is insane to me. That's sad. Because I know Sesame Street is such an intricate part in a lot of people's lives. So that's really hurtful that these kids are going to these events and they're being ignored. That's not cool at all. Yeah, I don't see anything with Big Bird. Let me see the, what is it, the neighborhood talk. I'll see if they have the Big Bird one on here. Okay, hold on. They, they got a lot of ass video. Hold up. <laughs> All right, we're going to watch this together. Get a hug, mama. Go stand over there and see what happens. Mmm, Big Bird. Let me mute this. It got like music on. Okay, so Big Bird is over here with all the white kids waving. So the little black boy here is waiting for Big Bird. 
and he totally ignores a little black boy. And that little black boy wants all the smoke. He's like, what's up? Hold up, big bird. I've been here for about two hours. Man, that sucks. Thank y'all for letting me know where to find the videos. That sucks that all these characters are doing that. I don't like that. That ain't cool. Yeah, Shorty was mad like, hold up, you see that, Dad? <laughs> that is crazy. Wow. Yeah, okay, at this point, it's not black people just being angry and just starting a bunch of mess. Something is going on where these kids are being ignored. So I think the Sesame Street place, they need to really look into that because that what's going on is not okay at all. So let me see here. Let me read a few more Super Chats. Um, Priscilla says, hey, T, been watching you since 2014. Love you. Thank you for having integrity. I have always prioritized my morals and integrity over everything. Thank you so much. Appreciate the support. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Bernie Nicole says, I got paid $100 for two hours. I understand. Never again. Oh, you're talking about the costume thing? Yeah, I would never. It, it, like I said, it made me have a whole new level of respect for people who wear those costumes because they're not easy at all. But never again, ever. I still have nightmares of being the, the Nestle Quick Bunny. Uh, Mel Smith says, they lied. They claimed it was about the baby, but she said no twice. She shook her finger no and then her hand to the children. Exactly. Thank you for the super chat too, Mel. Uh, Rain Breeze says, I wonder if the person behind the Muppet was Hispanic like Rosa because I hear they are racist against blacks in real life. Well, we're not going to make a blatant statement like that. You know, it's not all, but you'll have people who are racist in every group. But I know on the East Coast, it seems to be a lot of um, Hispanic versus black issues. So, you know, that might play a role in it. But, you know, who knows? But either way, it's unacceptable because these are kids, you know, and I like I said, I get it. You can't hug every single kid, but even a, an acknowledgement, a quick pat on the back, you know, just something shown that, OK, I see you. It just makes kids this day. Um, let's see here. Donna says, to be honest, T after Beyonce and Nikki stopped making music, I'm worried about the state of female artistry. These artists out here are giving the bare minimum to nothing these days. Anyone is caught a legend. The industry is dry right now. Thank you so much. I think there's still a lot of people, a lot of artists who perform. But the problem is, you know, unless they're doing stuff to go viral, unless, you know, they're ratchet, unless they're constantly being promoted on like Instagram, people don't know them. So what I found is that for a lot of people, you have to just go search. You have to go look on Spotify. You got to go look on Apple Music. You know, even on YouTube, you just got to do search. And a lot of times the people that you search up, you'll be able to find their music and then support them that way. But that's the thing. A lot of these people need the support. But again, they don't get that attention because they're not doing ratchet stuff to go viral. Because there's no reason that, what's her name? Bad Baby Danny, whatever, catch me outside. There's no reason she has like a legit hip hop career. Like she's legit on the billboard. She didn't write her song. You know, Gucci's flip flops. You know, the kids say it's a bop. I say it's a flop, but you know, that's my, you know, that's my adult brain. 
Um, but she has like legit songs on the billboard. She's made tons of money off her music, but only because she was viral for nonsense. So unless you're viral for nonsense, a lot of these people are not getting seen. And that's the part that's sad. Cause there's a lot of artists out here, but you know what I'm saying? You just have to look them up. Somebody says same Gucci flip flops was trash. Okay, so now I want to go ahead. I've been on here. How long have I been on here? Oh, an hour and 12 minutes. Okay, let me go ahead and get on to the next topic here. So I want to talk to you guys about these viral videos that have been going viral all over social media. Um, the most recent one was about this girl. Um, she's mad that her boyfriend won't pay for her 18 friends to eat. Okay, it's her birthday dinner. She invited 18 friends and says that her man should pay. So this video is viral all over social media. So let me go ahead and play this for you guys real quick. Like, you really just should have paid for all our food. For one, I'm not paying for everybody's food. It's your birthday food, but I'm not doing that. It's 18. Why, why don't you got to pay for all y'all food, though? You brought 18 friends. Okay, so y'all just watched that video. Now, I didn't know about it until I the other day because uh, Maria had posted on the page. So a lot of times she posts stuff. I don't see it until like hours later. And then I'll come on and I'll comment. Now, the thing that bothers me with these videos, one, I feel like it's staged. It's fake. But these stage videos are happening more and more. Um, last month, no, not last month. It was like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. There was a whole McDonald's thing where this girl said her baby daddy, well, one of her kids' baby daddies was only bringing food for the one kid and not trying to feed the others. And it caused this huge black man, black woman, gender wars debate all over Shea Butter Twitter, Shea Butter Instagram. Shea Butter YouTube. I mean, it was ridiculous, like, where people went with this whole topic. So let me play y'all this video here. Look, y'all. Every day my baby daddy come here with one meal for my child. But I have three other kids. We have one kid together, and he only want to come and bring one thing to McDonald's. But what about my other kids? How can you pay see my other kids McDonald's though? Like that's focus as hell. Like you're not gonna sit here and make my other kids feel left out and you're only bringing one child something to eat. Look, there he go. And I bet you he only got one thing in there. I bet you he don't even I'm finna expose somebody on so people can see how he really is. It ain't more than it ain't more than enough food in that bag for everybody. What's up? Because I'm finna expose you. What? Because that don't look that don't look enough for all my kids. That don't look enough for all my kids. What is that? That's just one burger, one burger, one fry. Okay, what about my other kids?
just him and not the other kids, his siblings. Them are his siblings, though. He not finna eat them from all his other siblings and they're not eating at McDonald's. No, why do I gotta put... No, no, no. He not finna eat that at all if you can't bring enough for everybody. Yes. How is that dumb? You sound dumb. You sound dumb. Nobody told you to talk to mother. You have to mother kids. They were your responsibility. They're not my responsibility. Okay, but if you're going to bring one, you need to bring it for all. How do that look that I'm letting one child eat McDonald's and all the rest of the kids can't eat no f***ing McDonald's? You know I get food stamps on the 11th. Yeah, they're his siblings. You knew what you was getting into when you had a baby with me. Yes, you did. Okay, but you still had a baby with me who have kids with other people. I still have other kids. Because I'm exposing everybody that you're such a motherfucking good daddy. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're foolish. You only come here with one piece of food for one child. That child, that's mine, silly. No, that's dumb that you can't feed the other kids. Don't feed nobody at all. Then. He can't take that. He can't eat it. Maybe if you had one, that's different. I'd be like, oh, baby. It's four, it's three extra kids. What the? Oh, I'm like going to my mother account, spending money on those, all those kids. This stuff, they're not my kids. Them are your kids' siblings. Okay, let me come back on the screen. I just, I can't deal with the the ratchetness of that video. So the the video went viral, <clears throat> and I was kind of upset when I saw because I'm like, this is insane. One, it is your job as a parent to be able to feed your children. If you can't feed all your kids with or without the daddy helping. That says a lot about you as a mother. Okay. So the fact that, so your kids are supposed to just starve until the seventh. Why are all the kids not able to eat regardless if he can buy McDonald's for his one son or not? That made no sense to me. But what was even crazier is that that video was fake. It was all staged. And she at the first, she tried to lie and say it was real. Then um, I think the guy ended up coming out after he was drugged because a lot of people were attacking him saying he was a horrible person and this and that. So they eventually have to admit that it was fake. So let me find the video here. Is this the video? Okay, here it is. Okay, so this is the video showing that it's staged. The entire thing? The whole thing. Yeah. Um, so basically the point of it was to go viral. Not even, like, we didn't know it was going to go viral, but he works with the company, and he needed me to... Do a skit. He ran down what he wanted me to act like. They paid him for that video. But I didn't get nothing from this video. He got paid. He got what he got. I'm sitting here going viral and I got nothing from this. So then that's when I came out with the the video of me like basically like explaining myself, still playing into the character, basically. Okay. So y'all just saw that. Now 
let's keep it real. This is not the first time this has happened. I mean, white folks been doing this on YouTube for years, you know, making society seem worse than what it is. And, you know, mean man walks past homeless and kicks him in the chin. You know, just stupid clickbait shit. Um, my issue with this, just like I had issues with when the white folks were doing it on YouTube, um, is that again, it makes society look a lot worse than what it really is. And unfortunately, because we have so many issues in our community anyways, people run with these stories, <clears throat> regardless if they're real or not, they run with them and they use these narratives to, that's why I don't date black women. This is why you don't have a child with a black woman. Look how they treat their children. Look how they treat their kids' father. A white woman would never do this. A Latino. Those were all the comments I was seeing on social media. It's like, what in the hell? And the fact that it wasn't even real is insulting. Like, I get the whole, oh, it's for a dialogue. But is it really for dialogue? Or is it just because y'all want clout? Just like the girl who was just screaming about her baby's father or whatever, her boyfriend not paying for all 18 of her friends. I feel like her skit is fake as well. She hasn't come out yet, but I feel like that's also fake. Because it doesn't make any sense. If you're in a relationship with somebody, why would you put them in a situation to have to pay for the meal of 18 people? You don't know if he has it like that. And then the fact that the friends stood there and were like trying to down talk him and co-sign her bullshit. So you just got a bunch of broke ass friends. You don't want a broke dude, but you got a bunch of broke friends who are mad that he's not paying for 18 people. Again, all I heard in those comment sections, typical black woman, gold digger. This is why I don't mess with black women. They have no cooth. I mean, just so are y'all really starting a discussion or is this just simply for clout? Because this discussion is not looking positively on black women who both of these women represent. And funny enough, they're both dark-skinned and will be the same ones crying about how people always look down on dark-skinned women or dark-skinned women at the bottom of the totem pole, which I will participate in these skits that make dark-skinned women look even worse. I, I'm just not feeling it. I just, I just, I don't like it. You know, I just don't like it. Are there people who actually act like this? Of course. But why is that highlighted? Where is the videos of the guys, you know what I'm saying, throwing their black girlfriend a beautiful surprise party. I mean, those go viral too, don't get me wrong. But it's not as viral as this one with him not paying for the homegirls. I mean, this was on every blog. Thousands of comments. And once again, it was just a lot of derogatory stuff towards black women. This is how black women act. Get you a Latina, get you somebody spicy, muy caliente. You know, it was all those comments, and I can't even be mad because look at the image that we're putting out there as jokes. You know, the baby daddy thing—that to me was just so stupid. That was such a stupid ghetto stereotype. She's on food stamps. She got all these kids by different baby daddies. Only ones taking care of them, and she's trying to put the other babies on him. Just stupid stereotypes. And that's the part that's just sad because, again, yeah, it's causing a discussion, but is it causing the right type of discussion? 
You know, all this for clout, and she ain't even got paid. She didn't. She wasn't even able to monetize it. That's the crazy thing. And now who's going to take her seriously when she goes to try and start a YouTube channel <coughs> or an Instagram following? Nobody's going to take it seriously. Let's see here. If there are racist pediatric nurses, there will be racist Sesame Street characters. Oh, my gosh. There are pediatric nurses that are dealing with newborns that are racist? Ugh. That is creepy to even think about. So what do they do? Just ignore the babies when they're crying? Not change their diapers? Like, what? Like, if you're racist towards newborns, you should not be in that line of work. That is disgusting. That's crazy. I'm not, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I would just think, like, you know, babies usually bring happiness. Not thoughts of rage and racism. Like, that's weird to me. That's crazy. Let's see here. Um, Mo says, Pennsylvania is one of the most racist states in America. It used to be undercover until the last president. Now they are out in the open with it. Mm. Thank you for the super chat. I didn't know that. Um, the bishop says, Sesame Street was redlined in the 2000s. I remember back in second grade, some of us American children were placed in ESL to help other children speak English. I learned a lot about other cultures. Okay. That's what's up. Thank you for the super chat too. Appreciate you. Um, I'm looking this, I'm looking up to the spirit says, okay, I read that already about the pediatric nurses. Um, Kershaw Charles says, I became a member this morning. I'm glad I caught my first live. That's what's up. And thank you for joining the membership. and. Feel free to watch the deep dives. All the links and stuff are posted so you can check them out. Um, unapologetically, TT says facts. Make sure you guys check out the Stilo Don. He makes dope music. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Black Tino Boy says they need to bring back making the band edition minus Diddy and put Lorianne Gibson in there to teach these boys and girls proper stage presence and choreo. Yeah, that was one thing with making of the band, even though that was a crazy show and a lot of crazy antics they did not play when it came to them performing and being you know just stage ready they really were on top of them and there's nothing like that anymore at all so thank you for the super chat um what a gem says running the image of black women for views i definitely agree 24k says jamila woods rochelle jordan raven Lene, brie runway kayla don richard Sudan archives are all underrated and talented black artists. Thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, Renee Clayton says, T, did you hear about the woman who went off on BLM because they were protesting for a man who said she, who said, try to end her life in front of her kids before he was ended by the police? Yeah, that's here in the Twin Cities. They're protesting again. And yep, it's here in Minnesota. Minnesota, I'm, I'm convinced at this point, Minnesota is trying to overtake Florida for their ratchet crown. Between like those kids that were caught, that were cussing out the police officers and putting hands on them, um, I had posted that on YouTube and YouTube took it down, but whatever. Uh, that went viral, and then we had the whole situation on the Fourth of July, and then now we've had another quote unquote police shooting. But if you really understand the the nuances of the case, you know, it, it's a shame. I'm not even gonna speak on it. Um, yeah, it is what it is at this point. 
Um, let's see here. Infinite Lust says, Hey T, love your videos. Did you hear about the doctor who got arrested? And yes, for doing that to a woman with the C-section. I'm gonna do a video on that, a podcast actually, because I can't do it on YouTube. I'm gonna do a podcast on that. That is just disgusting, demonic. And thank God that those nurses were aware and felt that something was wrong. Once again, listening to their intuition and their discernment that something wasn't right with this guy. So I'm going to do a podcast on that. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Donna Dash says, ladies, we need to start ignoring men who follow the red pill men movement and men who will stop with the silliness. If you curb them for listening to this, they'll stop. Thank you for the super chat, sis. Raquel says, I'd give more if I had it, but I agree with you on those skits. Unfortunately, they use these skits to paint black women with the same brush. Yeah, I just, I wasn't really feeling the skit. Because like I said, I remember, because I was in uh, New Orleans at the time when it went viral. And everybody was sending it to me and I was watching it. And I initially thought it was real. And I'm just like, is she ridiculous right now? Like he's at least trying to take care of his one child. That's all he's obligated to do. I mean, if he can buy food for all the kids, great. But at the end of the day, those are all her kids, meaning that it is her responsibility to feed her kids and the fathers that she had with those kids. You know what I'm saying? If he's taking care of his child, that's his only responsibility. When she goes to get child support from him, the child support is for the support of that child, not the siblings. But like I said, I get it. You know, it'd be great if he could step up and help the others, but that's not, he's not obligated to do that. How do you have more energy for him, but not the fathers who are not there to help feed the other children? Either way, it was fake, but it caused a lot of emotions. It, you know, it shows some people's true colors because some of them comments, I was just like, wow, okay. These comments are really interesting, you know? And again, people will use these moments as an aha moment to like demonize black women. So I don't understand why they keep, you know, doing these skits. But again, cloud is a hell of a drug and people are doing stuff to go viral because they feel like, you know, the ends justify the means, but not if it has you out here looking crazy. And one thing when it comes to like a dinner thing, shout out to all 11,000 people in here. Make sure y'all hit the like button. Um, Okay. I've been on here for almost an hour and a half. I'm gonna leave in a bit. Um, When it comes to paying for dinner, one thing you should do, right, if you're going to have like a dinner party, because what I've noticed, a lot of people like to invite a lot of people to shit, just so it looks like, look at all my friends, everybody came out to my shindig, right? So what they'll do is be like, oh, come to this dinner event. But you're not telling people anything. So they're coming thinking, okay, we're coming to celebrate, we're coming to, to kick it and eat, because you know, we love to eat now. Invite to some shit, we're coming for a plate. You can't spring that out on people. You got to let people know in advance. If we're about to do a dinner event, you need to pay for your own food. You, you got to make that clear in this day and age because you have a lot of people who may be struggling. They may not be able to afford it. And one thing I've noticed with people, when you invite them to an event and they know that you're covering it, oh, they, they have all, they have the biggest fucking appetite. Okay. That's why for me, if I'm going to pay for something, I don't tell people I'm going to pay for it. I let people think that, no, you're going to pay for your own meal. You know what I'm saying? And I watch people. And I notice, like, when people are responsible for paying for their own meal, oh, the only thing they want is a salad. Oh, just, oh, I'll just do a salad and water. Oh, that's all you're going to eat? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with a salad and water. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Less money for me out of pocket. Or they'll just, you know, chicken wings and fries. It's 
always something simple when they're paying for it. So at the net, in the end, I'm like, okay, I got y'all. I'm gonna pay for the meal. Oh, oh, well, I didn't know you was paying. Had I know you was paying, I'd have got me a drink. Bitch, don't drink on me. I'm not fucking you. Don't get, you know, don't get tipsy on my watch. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you know, we're not about to do that. That's why I always announce at the end if I want to pay. Because I've noticed when I be like, oh, okay, I got the bill. All of a sudden, these salad eaters, oh, all of a sudden, they want to surf and turf. Oh, I want lobster and steak. Well, hold up now. When you were praying for it, you only wanted, you know, fresh salad, extra ranch dressing. Now you want a whole steak and a lobster? Bitch, how dare you? <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. You know what I'm saying? If you're paying for something, oh, they want it all. Okay? They want it all. They even want dessert. Oh, I also want to get a dessert. So, no, a lot of times, I, if I'm paying for something, I don't tell people. I let them buy what they're going to buy, and I'm like, okay, I got everybody, because this is a reasonable bill. But if you go in and you say that you're paying for folks, oh, you're going to be paying for folks. They're going to be wanting shit to go. You know, my kids ain't eight. Can I get some, you know, uh, 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 some tacos to go? Well, were you going to pay for this yourself anyways for your kids? Well, no, but being that you're covering it, you know, so yeah, it's a mess. People will go all out when they know that you're covering it. So that's what I'm saying. When you're going to have a dinner party, you better let people know in advance if they're paying for their food, because if they assume that you're going to be the one covering it, you're going to leave that bill with at least $500 plus. You're going to leave with a $500 plus bill if they feel like you're covering it. All of a sudden, the people who don't even drink, they're ordering shots. Well, damn, you don't even drink. Well, today's a special occasion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they want more weight. They want champagne. You're not even a heavy drinker. Well, you know, it's one of them days I've been stressed. <laughs> they want martinis and shit. Oh my God. People are a trip. People will take advantage. That's why I made sure, uh-uh. Even when I did my little party in, uh, in Atlanta, what I put on there, I will cover light drinks, refreshments, you know, some appetizers. Anything else above that, you need to pay for your own food. This ain't Jesus feeds a thousand, okay? You need to pay for your own food, cover your own food. We'll cover, you know, appetizers and little stuff like that. But yeah, people, yeah, people will take advantage. Gotta let folks know. People will come in, they be, they be vegetarian as hell. Oh, I just want a salad. But let you be like, oh, I got y'all. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, in that case, I want a rack of ribs. <laughs> I'm like, damn, a rack of ribs? You don't even eat meat. Well, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll tell you, that that whole situation with that girl and that boyfriend, that was funny. You know, for that to not, if that was supposedly real, for that to not have been discussed is stupid. Like, you have to discuss that with people. You got to let people know what they're getting into. You know, so if you're going to do something, you know, let folks know now. If it's like a barbecue at your house, I'm not paying for no plate at your house. Now, if it's at a restaurant, I get that. If I'm coming to your house and you're inviting me and it's a, you know, a barbecue, you know, everybody's there. I'm coming with empty stomachs. Where's the plate? You know what I mean? So stuff like that, you know, you're going to foot the bill. You know, you're, you're feeding everybody. But child, there have been people who have had events, people who got money and charge people. It's like, damn, this is at your house. You charging folks for hot dogs and chips, bitch, and you're rich. The hell? Uh-uh. So, yeah, you just got to know what you're getting into, child, with people. If I'm doing a, a party here, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's eating for free. 
you know, now if we're going to a restaurant, we're going to decide and see. But yeah, people will, they'll definitely try and eat up off of you if you let them go from vegetarian to, you know, uh, <laughs> surfing turf <laughs> in 2.5 seconds. Folks say shit. Yes, people, I've been to events where people, oh yeah, I'm having a barbecue and you get there and it's, oh, you hot dog, $2. Shit, well, I could have went to the gas station. Why would I pay you like this hot dog? For Please. So yeah, people are funny with that. So I'm not buying the whole situation with this. I think it's a skit and they need to stop these skits because at this point it's not funny anymore. It's making black women look crazy. So on that note, you guys, thank you guys for joining me. I've been out here for an hour and a half. This was a good conversation. <laughs> Y'all are funny. I got me cracking up in these comments. But I appreciate you guys. Um, tomorrow we're going to do a, a Spotify live show, Green Room, talking about AI um, and everything from the deep dive. So if you guys are interested in joining, join me. Um, I'll, I'll post everything, but it'll be between 5 and 6. I haven't narrowed down the time yet, but I'll let you guys know tomorrow. So on that note, you guys, have a good evening. And thank you guys for joining me. During this live. Talk to y'all later. Bye.